Good morning. One of the great pleasures of being lay leader is the opportunity to speak to you, the congregation, as a group, for a few minutes once a year at Laity Sunday. Thank you for affording me this opportunity once again. For this year, I started looking for inspiration by rereading some of my talks from previous years. Yes, I did write them down. One year, I talked about the importance of Riviera as a community of faith. Another year, I talked about my own personal experiences with God. I will talk about both of these again through the lens of recent experience. As many of you know, Cheryl and I just got back from Europe just last Tuesday. We are on a river cruise in Germany, followed by a, river, a few days in Paris. Now, any shortcomings of this talk are purely the fault of jet lag, just letting you know. But both at that time and now, there are a few aspects of the trip that were worthy of reflections, and I hope you will agree. The first insight occurred, the first dinner on the ship. We ended up at a table with some folks from New York, part of a larger group traveling together. During the course of conversation, we discovered that they were United Methodists. Who knew? Um, I must say, and I felt, that there is a real joy when one experiences that connection with fellow Methodists that, that we didn't expect. Uh, it's much more than if we just run into some people from Redondo Beach. That would have been fun. But to run into United Methodists and have that connection, that was that was really wonderful. And we, the Methodist Church is a connectional church. We felt the bond. Now, in fact, the conversation around the table got around to the topic of the Great Commandment, which is the subject of our scripture reading today. And I didn't know what our scripture reading today was until a few days ago. So how's that for coincidence? Anyway, we were all for the Great Commandment. And... Uh, we also acknowledged our continuous, continuing struggle to f- truly live up to it. Uh, we do love God, and we work together towards loving our neighbors as ourselves. And as part of this, Cheryl and I experienced renewed gratitude for our Riviera Church family and for our wider connections. Now, a very brief digression. Riviera, not only our connections outside, but Rivierans can now increase and facilitate connections among ourselves for fellowship, service to others, and spiritual growth. Most of you probably know through Beacon articles and the like that we at Riviera have now subscribed to an impressive software system called Church Community Builder. You will ex- should expect to receive a login invitation shortly. I expect it will be in the next few days. It will facilitate your communication with your groups, make volunteer coordination more efficient, and many other things. In one package, it will replace email lists, the church directory, the church calendar, and other functions. The office is already reaping benefits, and each of us, I am convinced, will find it very helpful. I do invite you to log in and try it out. There will be questions. You can uh, ask me. There are other members of our implementation team uh, 
uh, Pastor Amy and our uh, uh, office manager, Tracy, Annie Gom, Cheryl, Cheryl Connors, Russ Averill, uh, Dina Babb, Tom Paulson, Tricia Paulson. I think I've named most of them. And there are a few others in the congregation that have been using the system. It will make life more efficient here. It will make it easier for us to accomplish our mission. I'm sure we will grow to depend upon it. Now, moving on, back to our trip. One thing that strikes me any time I'm in Europe is the beautiful, impressive cathedrals and churches that have been there for centuries. I learned on this trip, or relearned anyway, that the impressive Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris took nearly 200 years to complete. Wow. Much of that speaks to the incredible faith of those that embarked upon such a project. And it made me think, with that example and others, that I pray that my own faith and our own faith here in Riviera will be strengthened and will be as strong as the faith that motivated such impressive projects. One more really interesting observation. When we were on the German river cruise, we toured the, the picturesque village of Rotenburg, and we had a guide that gave us a lot of insight into the Christian church in Germany. Now, Germany is pretty much divided between Catholic and Lutheran churches. And the way it works over there is both those churches are state-sponsored. That is, if you go to one of those churches, you pay taxes, and those taxes go to support the church. And they can be pretty steep, those taxes. So our guide was a 38-year-old Catholic, and he said, well, you can get out of this if you want. You can opt out of the church and don't have to pay the taxes anymore. But what that means is that you're excommunicated. And while you're opted out, there's no benefits. You can't get married in the church. Even if your fiancé is in the church, if you're not in the church, you can't get married. Uh, no funeral services, no last rites, nothing. Now, you can opt back in, but if you do, you have to be rebaptized and you have to pay a lot of money to catch up with what you, what you missed. Uh, now, if you're not Catholic or Lutheran, if you're Methodist or Jewish or something else, you can clearly go to your own non-tax-supported church, but for the average German, that doesn't matter so much because culturally they're either Catholic or Lutheran. And uh, I heard this, and it was interesting, but it was, it was kind of disturbing to me because it seems that the, it, it seems not to really fit in with the real true mission of the church because uh, I believe, and I believe most of us believe, that the saving grace of Jesus Christ is freely available to all. Here at Riviera, any visitor that walks in that front door is welcome immediately. And there's no forms to fill out. We don't ask you for a credit card. We just say, come on in and experience the saving grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of Jesus is available to all. So hearing about how the German church worked, well, I, I respect how the Europeans run things there, but it made me even more grateful for Riviera and determined to put Christ first in my life. One advantage of the system in Germany is that those, these magnificent churches, they're, they're well provided for. They are guaranteed to be preserved and maintained, and many of those buildings benefit. Uh, 
Now, here at Riviera, we're not constrained by all the rules that they have over there, but we don't benefit from the financial support either. That means it's on us, folks. We love our church, and we have to provide for it. No, we are the ones that do it. That's what stewardship is all about. This is stewardship month, after all. Obviously, one part of the stewardship equation is money. It's up to us to provide for our church financially. No one else is going to. We do this through our yearly pledges. And as you've heard from other folks, I urge you all to pray and consider your pledge. If you haven't pledged before, maybe you can pledge this year. If you're a regular giver, maybe you can give a little bit more. Only you know your circumstances and pray about that. I will tell you personally that the giving part of stewardship initially was very, very difficult for me. I, as you know, many know, I was absent from the church for many years until as a 38-year-old, I returned to the church when I met my wife, Cheryl. And I just couldn't wrap my head around giving very well other than small token amounts at all. That was really hard for me. Uh, in fact, I couldn't see how I could ever get to a tithe. That just didn't compute for me. But, you know, taking one step at a time, I did get there. And I find that I am rewarded. It really gives me joy to be able to contribute to the church. And it's, it's not a burden. It's a, it's, it's a joy to me. Everybody is different, but I would wish that joy to everyone. And similarly, I urge all of you to volunteer for some of our ministries. That's the other part of stewardship. I hope you find that as rewarding as I do. Now, the builders of the Notre Dame Cathedral did backbreaking manual labor. To, they hauled stones, and they, they powered a wheel with their, with their human power to lift stones into place. We don't have to do that, but there are many things we can volunteer for. I could list ton of examples. Some of them are like choir, ushers, loaves and fishes menu, uh, meal, church committees. And it all brings me back to what I've said before. I love this church and my church family. Join me in making Riviera even better. Praise God. everybody. I'm Annie Gom. When Alan asked me to be a part of Lady Sunday, I was out there on the patio, I was drinking coffee, and I was chatting. And it really wasn't until a few days later when I realized what this commitment really meant. And so I've been thinking about it a lot, and I'm, I'm really going to focus on my faith journey and what Riviera means to me. So the way I look at my faith is a journey in phase one and phase two. Phase one is my childhood church and the foundation that I had no idea would be so important to me later. I'm really glad that God did and that my parents rooted me in the Methodist church. When I, when I started, it was the Methodist church. We didn't become united until the 60s. I have snippets of memory from Sunday school and certain kindly parent volunteers. I remember being a part of the children's choir and processing for Christmas Eve with our battery-powered candles. Confirmation classes and MYF, 
that's old school for youth group. And they were highlighted by energetic and fun-loving adults and our associate pastor. But mostly, I have memories of fellowship and friendship at Red Bank Methodist Church, which is about five miles inland from the Jersey Shore. Now I realize that these times are what really bestowed an understanding of how God is working in the midst of life, working in my day-to-day life. I remember the annual strawberry festival in the parking lot, and it was so much fun. And the vacation Bible school, again, so much fun. Um, Advent wreath making in our fellowship hall with all the families of the church. And washing coffee cups in the dishwasher that is exactly like the one downstairs here in our kitchen with my dad after church as, as an act of service. In high school, I joined the Youth Fellowship at the historic Presbyterian Church in my hometown because that's where my friends went to church. I hope you will forgive that short transgression. (laughs) Four of those people are still my friends today, and what a blessing to have those lifelong friendships that were based on faith. And then I went to college, and I launched my marketing career. There was not a whole lot of God going on with me for a long time. I would have been so much better off, honestly, if I had believed or stayed mindful of what God had planned for me and believed in his guidance for me, that it would all be okay. I learned a lot of lessons the hard way. But God was, well, actually still continues to be patient with me. When Steve and I got engaged, I knew I wanted to be married in the United Methodist Church. I shopped around, as many people do, and I found RUMC. I was pulled by the warm and friendly feel here and this beautiful location by the sea. And that's where phase two begins. I have to give Rosemary Zettler credit for tethering me to this church. I participated in a new members class, but I was not ready to join when the time came. I I really can be so stubborn. But she never gave up on me. She just would occasionally call me and check in on me. and, And finally, I realized that returning to the faith of my upbringing was something that I wanted to do. When Dylan was born 24 years ago this coming Thursday... Making sure that he had a foundation of faith became very important to me. He was baptized here with water from the Sea of Galilee that the other family who had a child baptized and brought into the church that day had shared. In many ways, I've come to realize Dylan's grounding in RUMC has also been been a shoring up of my own faith. His participation in Sunday school Confirmation, uh, children's choir, confirmation class with his mentor, Joe Fisher, and Sierra Service Project mission trips have given him a base that I hope will guide him all of his life. Most importantly, and to my delight, his closest friends are members of this church. That is God working in his life for sure. And so the family of Riviera UMC is an integral part of our lives. 
In this church, I feel acceptance of me as I am, inclusion among people who live God's message, who swept us up in comfort and held us tight when Steve passed so suddenly, and who still say a kind word or ask about Dylan on a regular basis. I love the confidence and peace and surety that I receive each Sunday from worship with everybody here. I have come to have a better understanding of God's grace being generously given to me when I seriously doubt that I deserve it. It is remarkable and awesome. I also know that God is calling upon me to grow and to stretch my thinking and to be challenged to do more of his work. I love the new music that has been introduced because it adds another dimension of richness to our worship, old and new, steadfast and forward-thinking or forward-looking. I love the grace space for the kids here in the front of the church. I believe that they are listening to everything that we say and the message we're sending, that they are welcome here and they're part of this family. For me, that is living our faith. Small groups like the ones at Lent and this summer in people's homes, here on the campus, down at the coffee cartel, those bring faith alive for me. I know I'm a part of something very exciting that adds to the foundation of the work of this church. We also reach out to people in the South Bay in very different and incredibly exciting ways than when than we did when I first started to become involved in communications here at Riviera. We have evolved to have more digital and social media efforts as people consume their news, culture, art, and interests on their phones, tablets, and desktops. And we participate in events outside of the walls of this church, in the community, where we're generating awareness and spreading the good news of God's love. Communicating all that's going on in the life of Riviera is a big job, and I'm heartened every week as I compose the newsletters, as I do the social media posts, I work on the monthly beacon about how we as a church are fulfilling our mission. I'm, I'm energized by the Readiness 360 team, of which I've been a part for the past 15 months, and the small but actually really significant steps that we're taking to be a, a part of the new ways of thinking about church and how we make a difference in people's lives. Those who are members and those who might just think that we're this church on the ocean side of Palos Verdes Boulevard for now. It's the acts of outreach and kindness and selflessness, I believe, that touch people's lives. And I'm so glad to be a part of this at RUMC. I continue to learn with God as my guide. I get up each day trying to follow Jesus better than I did the day before, as today's scripture commands. Sometimes that means wiping the slate entirely clean. But I believe that my faith journey continues one day at a time, and with all of God's angels on the earth, that's, that's all of you here for me, I am blessed to keep growing in my understanding of what it means to be a child of God, a Christian, and a member of this wonderful church. God is good to me. Thanks for the opportunity and honor to share my journey with you.